I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So one of the episodes that we have for you on Racket Magazine is actually a very interesting one with our fashion correspondent, Andrea Pekovic. And you sat down with the very interesting Barbora Stritzva in China. And uh, you uh, have any words to say about that event? Well, it was my first interview ever to conduct with somebody else. So I was very nervous and I came early and I had all these questions written down. And uh, Barbora was somebody that's one year older. So I've always watched her in juniors. She was, she was the best junior in the world. And it was, I was very nervous to ask her, to get her talking, right? So I had this whole strategy in my mind made up where I'm like going to ask her about a fashion to get her talking and then get into more in-depth stuff. And like three minutes before she's about to appear, I look in my hands and I forgot my notebook with all my questions. <laughs> Way to go, Jono. <laughs> so I'm like running, coming back, sweating. She's already there, like rolling her eyes that I'm late. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. But she was amazing. She really opened up. Uh, I'm not sure it was my strategy of making her talk about fashion first, but I just wanted to to get her eclectic side into it because I think she really is uh, someone spe- special and eccentric on the co- on the court and off the court. So uh, it was a great experience for me. Just for I mean, you've done many of those, but it was my first one, and it was um, it was nerve wracking in the beginning, but then I I kind of got into it. I'm glad we got uh, this virgin virgin to uh, do this great interview with uh, Barbara Stritzva. So. Andrea, let's uh, take a listen. <laughs> okay. If you want to hear it, I can send it to you. No. Um, so I think I want to... What do you want to start talking about? The Wimbledon start or the... <laughs> the... <laughs> I don't care. So I want to talk to you about your... You have the other Instagram account, right? Mm. Where you do your fashion. And what I went through it today. The whole I went through it before, but today I went through all of it. What is really interesting to me, your fashion sense is very casual, very cool, right? Very Western in yeah. a sense. And when I come to think of somebody who is a fashion icon in the Eastern European states like Domi Tibulkova, her style is very different. Very different. I don't want <laughs> to <much>. judge. <laughs> Not mine neither. I don't want to judge, but that's what normally, because I'm from Serbia, I know that's what Eastern Europeans normally go for, right? Yeah. Like fur and very out there and very sexy. Yeah, and very Like high shiny. heels, shiny, exactly. To us Westerners, it's... Um, always a little cheap yeah but that's what the eastern europeans like and i know it in serbia all the girls always wear like high heels short dresses yeah. so why do you think you have this difference well 
Uh, I love fashion. Mm. I, I, I like to shop, but it's not the most important for me. I mm. love how they create stuff. Mm, I like to read about it, how was this t-shirt great? Why this t-shirt is so expensive? Mm. So this is really for me interesting and sometimes well, most of the time in this uh, houses like Dior or Chanel, they make it by hand. Yes. And when you see how they create the dress by Dior, it's something really special. And mm. I'm like, okay, that's why we pay this money for that like 25 people did that dress. And right. this is for me really interesting. But the fashion, what I like is that you don't have to look shiny and mm. wearing high heels, but you can still look sexy, mm -hmm. uh, different and sophisticated, for yeah. example. And this is really for me, you can have a Zara t-shirt, yeah. secondhand short and really expensive shoes. And this is really nice, yeah. you know, yeah. and I like to combine stuff and I like to play with it. Yeah. I, I think I can see it definitely, but do you feel like you're different in the sense when you're walk out, for example, if you go in New York, you probably feel very comfortable. I do, I do. But you're when you're in Prague, I no. wonder. Yes. Well, my family is like, what are you wearing? All the time, my mom can't go out like that. I'm like, mom. No, my mom is the same. <laughs> Uh, for example, these shoes. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's Birkenstocks, mom. Yeah. I, I like Birkenstocks, but why you have to wear orange? And and then I wear, for example, a short, like crazy short. And she goes like, no, no, you cannot go. But I feel, in my clothes, I feel me. Yeah. And I really don't care what the other things yeah, because awesome. I feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I feel confident. Mm -hmm. And this is really important for me. And do you think it was always, even when you were young? I mean, I remember you always dressing cool. Yeah. But when do you think did it start? You just uh, had a. I, do you think you just have a hand? Do you think fashion is just you created in your mind yes. that you or yeah? Yeah, that's a that's a good one because sometimes like we go for dinner and mm -hmm. I'm already thinking in uh. the morning what I was gonna wear, <laughs> what I'm gonna mix, <laughs> and I really like it. I yeah. really like to create something in my head what I will like. Wow, this is a really nice combination, or this is nice combination of the colors, you mm -hmm. know. And yeah, I I think I start to feel it a little bit more maybe mid thirties, like twenty five, twenty six, and yeah. then I created the account was like half year ago. Yeah, I just so it's not it. really. Yeah. So it's not and that it's long not ago. Not really. I am really focusing on. I no. just just when you wear something, yeah. that is how it looks. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. this is what and I'm wearing. And I don't want to create take... like stuff like, oh, yeah. OTD sometimes I put there, but like, yeah. I don't want to write huge hashtags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like... <laughs> it's more a fun thing for yeah. you to yeah. do to keep your yeah. mind up. That's And you don't have to think all the time about tennis. Sometimes you think about something else. And you yeah. know, we have so much time here. Oh, my God. Where I'm like, okay, what I'm going to do? I like to read, whatever. But mm -hmm. sometimes I like to also do what I like, create. Mm -hmm. And this is what I was thinking could you do. see yourself after <laughs> tennis to do something in the fashion world i would love it you would love yeah, it yeah i would love to be a stylist oh really mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah i, I think and you also would be really like for example andrea you know when we were playing doubles sometimes yes. she was like, what i'm gonna wear tonight and i was like hey you should wear this 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 and she asks me and um, i love to help you really know? And it's so many people like that already that front. is so yeah. cool so you already built your reputation wow, a <laughs> that is so interesting that's bit. uh that's very yeah. unique but actually speaking of that i mean i thought about now when i was preparing for this interview i was thinking about you and what came to my mind also the 
guys you're attracted mm -hmm. to, your boyfriends, they were always creative types. Yes. Whenever I could remember. Yes. I mean, even in juniors, you were dating Pechna, who is not like a normal tennis player. Mm -hmm. Then I remember your musician boyfriend. Yeah. Now your boyfriend is a photographer and editor. No, he was Vogue, an editor or? of uh, L magazine. L magazine. Yeah, he's also very creative. And yeah. I know. I and I don't know why, but I feel like the people or the the character of the boys I I was dating and I'm dating. Uh, they, I love when when they see something in. in in a wall and they're like yes it's a really nice words i'm building and mm -hmm. i'm like okay what is nice on this building and they they are telling me the story they know about it yeah and then this is what i like you know it's just so different than sports people i'm not mm. saying that sports people are bad no but for me this is more interesting and i yeah. see really beauty in it yeah and do you feel like you missed out on some kind of world because you play tennis? And do you think you would have been a creative, maybe whatever, maybe a no? no? I, I choose it. Okay. And I think, uh, well, I know that I I had a great childhood, a mm -hmm. really nice one, mm -hmm. and and I I feel like I didn't miss out on anything. Okay. I really That's great. I was a happy child. I choose the sport, mm -hmm. and I follow what I like to do. I mean, and also the way you play is very creative. So yes. in that sense, you have this yeah. creative side <laughs> yes. on the court yeah. that you After don't. my dad, I think. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. he's a what he's a... a fighter. He is a hero for me because mm -hmm. he is disabled for legs, mm -hmm. and he had an accident. Then everything what happened, uh, I wasn't born yet. Mm -hmm. So I saw him. Uh, like he he learned how to walk again you know he learned how to do some sports and to see him and being creative of okay i'm gonna try to snowboard but i have to find a way how to do it right. you know so these ways show me also like maybe i have it after my father yeah that's interesting that's very yeah. interesting do you how was did it feel for you because you were number one junior mm -hmm. right you were always the next big talent i remember did you feel the pressure when you came to the WTA tour and the expectations of that? Yes, a lot, a lot. A lot. I don't. I didn't feel it just from the people around me, mm -hmm. but I put it on myself. On yourself, yeah. And this was the most uh, like hard thing for me to to go from number one in the world playing seniors. It's just totally different mm -hmm. world, totally different tennis, and the the pressure was so huge that I couldn't handle it and I didn't know how to handle it mm. because I was winning so much in juniors yeah. and suddenly you have losses like first week, second, yeah. third and then somehow like oh, what I'm gonna do like I'm losing and mm. everybody like what's happening but it's so different and now if my kid would be playing I would go like okay this is just normal you just yeah. have to uh, get in there and and feel the, the vibe of everything it, it's gonna take time you mm. know um, and tennis is very, very difficult sport for women, I think, for a mental, mental part. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like um, you... How long do you think did it take for you to go through that phase? I think two and a half, three years. Really? For so sure, long? Because I, I start playing, no one expecting anything from me. Yeah. So you are right away, I was top 50. Yes. And then next year, I was 250. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I, I am I'm depressed, I think. Yeah. Um, and my, my family was like, what's going on with you? I was grumpy. I was unhappy. Mm. I hate that sport. Yeah. Um, and then it really took me a long time to to know that losses are okay and they, they, they come. 
and they come every week mm -hmm. unless you win the tournament. Yes. But you have to you have to really get into it and get kind of like get used to it. Yeah. You know, and it's not really easy. You know. Mm, do you think I know? Don't, don't tell and me. And I still feel it now. That's what I wanted to ask you. Do yeah. you think that now? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm now 33. Yeah. And I take losses a little bit differently yeah. because then it's, it's not anymore for me, the everything. Yes. But it was for yeah. such a long time. Yes. The everything, my life, my everything. Yes. Number one, also boyfriends were number two. Yes. You know. And I don't know if it's really also good. I am not mm. sure if it's a good approach, but this is how I am and yeah. I, how I take. If I do something, I do it 100%. Mm -hmm. But now, sometimes when I lose, I also take it really hard in a way like, Did I do something wrong? I could do this better. Yeah. I am hard on myself. You know, mm. I had doubts like why I didn't do that. You mm. know, I have experience for this. So why I didn't do it differently. Mm. So sometimes I still have it. Mm. And I think when if you have kind of these thinkings, you still it's still good that you are playing. Yeah. Because when you are like, I don't care. Yeah, you then it's over. You don't have over. to be here. No. You know? Then you don't. I know that it's going to be over soon. Yeah, I know. How, how well, soon? Pretty you... soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I was saying this year it's finished yeah. after this year, but I like Australia. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So you want to play Australia? <laughs> <laughs> And besides, it's also very hard to finish when you are number one in the world in doubles, yeah. top 40 in singles. Yes. You know, And you are like, okay, it's maybe hard to finish like right now, but. Um, I feel like maybe it's the time, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I feel it 100%, I know I will go. And you will not come back like in class? No. <laughs> you will well, not you get three kids no, and come, but... <laughs> but I, I, well, see, I'm 33 and I am playing 27 years this sport. Mm -hmm. And it gave me so much mm -hmm. where I want to just leave the sport with, with a good feeling. Yeah, with happiness. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to finish like grumpy, nervous, yeah. uh, mm. Bara, who is like hating the sport. Yeah, but um, I noticed that in maybe the last two or three years, you really, ch I mean, you're still grumpy yeah. and emotional, <laughs> but I don't want to say grumpy, I want to say emotional, because that's yeah, why a lot of true. people love watching you, because you show emotions, you're out there, you're living, what, every point you're playing, you're living <laughs> it, right? You fall down, you're yeah. happy, you're sad, you're angry. And that's what we all go through, mm -hmm. and some show it, True. others don't. Yeah. But I noticed in the last few years that you have gotten better in controlling yourself. I did. Did yeah. you do it yourself? Did you have somebody that helped you? Both. Both. Uh, I have five years mental coach, okay. which I'm working with. And I also did it by myself in a way that I also meditate a lot. Oh, yeah, good. And uh, I try to, uh, every now and then, I try to check myself how I feel, you know, mm -hmm. how how I really react on, on things or how I react on people, they they pissing me off. You mm -hmm. know? Sometimes you have, well, I have to do it that uh, I control myself, but I don't want to control my emotions all the time. Too much, Because yes. when you control them too much, they, for me, I, I want to be me, yes. you know, and I need it. Yes. I need to be uh, sometimes a little bit crazier on board because mm. I, I push myself in a limit that I, I play well. Mm. So I got better in the controlling um, and being in balance with my mm. emotions. It's so interesting that you say it because I have one question written down here. Yeah. It says, 
where does the fire that you have come from? What, me what methods do you try? And do you ever feel like cooling the fire would change who you are too much? And that's probably what you yeah. answered just yeah. now, because yeah. this, I think, is a fine line with somebody who feeds off the emotions like you, because I've seen you many times get angry and play better. I've seen you a few times get angry yeah. and play worse. Yeah. But there were a few times where I see you, you got like, ah, and then the adrenaline pushed you yeah. to play better. So it's a fine line of finding that But it's a balance. fine line, but it's also very difficult to find it all the time. Yeah, so difficult. Because there are so many things like you are tired, you are traveling, mm. and suddenly you have to you have to play, and then you you have to get like emotional in a way like okay it helps me but i i don't want to you know so you yeah. know these thinkings and it, it's it's hard but i think uh training your head is really important the same as you train your forehand cross or mm. serve and uh i find out that in a way like that i when i'm getting older mm. i have to train my head much more oh interesting than i did before okay which, which i'm doing with the meditation yeah and a lot of, there is a lot of exercises things. Yeah. things and also sometimes going just being in yourself in, yeah. in a way like go for a walk and, right. and thinking about life about the tree how it's growing maybe what sounds you know mm -hmm. and then you realize okay we are in the world and and i have to appreciate it because i i live beautiful world mm -hmm. like beautiful life and being appreciative it also helps me because tennis gives me so much yeah Definitely. I mean, I feel the same way. Right? And yeah. It's the, best, it's the it. best sport. I hate it, but I always feel like if you really love something, you have to hate it also just as much. That's true. Otherwise, it's not the real thing. No, you know? No, I hate no. my boyfriend so many times, and then I know I really love him. <laughs> but I think it's how it should be, I think. <laughs> it's only extremes. There is no in-between. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss and um, actually speaking of this during Wimbledon did you feel in a different state of mind totally. because what it was what happened totally. because first of all I'm going else. to tell you last year I saw it I already thought you should have played semifinals last year because yeah. you lost that crazy match Julia. against Julia I watched the whole match and I felt like you were better the whole time and you just missed the chances yeah. for some reason. It wasn't even all your fault. No. She sometimes served an ace, a stupid net court. It was like it wasn't meant to be, really, as if somebody... I was saying that after that match. It, it just... was so crazy because I watched the whole third set and it was really like 
you did everything, you played better, you were the better player, and every time you were this close, some shit would happen. Yes. Like some audience member falls into the crowd. I know. It was crazy. So I wonder how you bounced back from that and then coming back to Wimbledon um, and just winning everything basically, yeah. play off the tournament. It was something I cannot really describe, but I try. <laughs> because um, at the beginning of this year, I was like, okay, my focus is on Wimbledon. Mm. Just Wimbledon, okay, I'm going to play. But we tried to, everybody tried to do everything for me that okay. I will perform at Wimbledon. Okay. But you know, sometimes when you put when too you much put much pressure, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, now it's here. And mm. well, I'm going to do it. Um, no, blah, blah. Um, but then I was playing Birmingham and I was thinking a lot about maybe being my last Wimbledon, you know, oh, yeah, being yeah. my last grass court season. And I'm like, okay. Did it make you sad? Did it uh, make you uh, happy? Both ways. Okay. So I was like, okay, but I love to play on grass. It's going to be sad that I will not be playing anymore and this and that. So I try to enjoy every moment of it but i try to enjoy also the fearness mm -hmm. also the doubts oh interesting and uh i i practice my head a lot that, right. that days and then when i arrived to um wimbledon i was playing first round serango which i played last year no yeah. also in the first round <laughs> how is this possible yeah yeah <laughs> the second i played the second round okay. last year and i was like look well anyway doesn't matter. So, yeah. but tough course, job. First rounds are always the toughest yes. ones. Um, and I approached the match and I felt like, wow, but I really looking forward to play that match. You know, sometimes the nerves takes you that feeling like I'm tired going to the match. Yes, yes. And that time, like, wow, I'm full of energy and this and that. And I was like, this is a new feeling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just just play. Just enjoy it. <laughs> and I won six three six two, and I'm like, it's it's good. And second round, you play Siegemund. But mm. these hours between the first and second round, like this one day off, mm. and we were also playing doubles, was like mm, so different in a way that I really I didn't feel anyone around me. I just was in my world. Okay, mm. there was two coaches of mine, and I had a house like every, mm. every year. But I was so calm in myself mm -hmm. that I was like, nothing's gonna happen. break me nothing's gonna Crazy. happen and then this was getting better and better and i was feeling like more fresher and fresher i felt nothing i was feeling in my body like see nothing and uh it comes the quarterfinal against um Conta, right? Conta. and i'm like wow being in the semi-final trying to be in the semi-final of france would be nice but I, I, to be honest, I was really nervous playing on second yeah, court. I don't play there every yeah, day. Yeah, it's not every day. So I'm like, Against okay, the hometown player. Yeah. And I go there one four and I'm like, hmm, okay, it doesn't matter, but I'm gonna still fight every freaking point and I don't care what's the score. I didn't, some, I lost the track of the scores also. You know how That's I was into my yeah. head and I was realizing, okay, what I'm gonna do <laughs> every rally it. and blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly I won and it was um, the calmness I had inside of my body was incredible. Where do you think it came from? Well, I think it came from uh, being free of fearness mm. because we are scared. Yeah. Everyone is scared. Right. But uh, allowed the feeling and the thinking of being scared helped me 
okay, it's here. Right. It's here, but just be here and I don't care. I just focus on what I have to do. Mm. And that was it. Really mm. simple. And that helped me to play good and that helped me to win in doubles, yes. being number one, because so many things happen. I could yes, be number one. I know. But I'll win first Grand Slam in doubles, then semi-final in single. I you know? know. But how do you combine how did you combine? Is it is it separate to you? Is it together? Do you see it, yourself as a singles player, as a doubles player, just as a tennis player? Well, as a tennis player, yeah. I don't really take it, okay, now I'm doubles, mm. now I'm singles. But it helped me, the double helped me for not thinking too, too much. much about the singles, right. you know? Yeah, so yeah, every yeah. time, okay, I won, ha, ah, yes, good, ah, but I have doubles, now yeah. I have to focus on doubles, you know? And the most difficult for me was the wait for the final. Oh, for the doubles final? <laughs> because, because it was on Sunday. Well, it was supposed to be on Saturday, after okay. the men's doubles, but they played five and a half okay, hours. The they cancelled us after five hours. Then we played after the singles of men, which they play five hours. You know, <laughs> we were the last match of the tournament. We finished at 8.30 in the evening, winning and going to the gala. And so many things happened. And I was like, stop, stop. I just want to realize what just what happened. What is going on? Yeah, and you have to run <laughs> yeah. from one And I have to say, to... like, two weeks later, I realized it. Really? Mm -hmm. I cried. I was, like, so exhausted. And yeah. I was like, what was going on? And I, I tried to realize the feeling it, it was so special yeah and to be honest i think it was the highlight of my life of my tennis career mm. it was just it yeah i'm getting this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <I'm> nice. <laughs> no but it's so nice. you have a really nice way of of telling it and like explaining the feelings <laughs> because but it seemed to me also like you just trusted yourself oh 100 percent it was, it was just... coaching okay they helped me to do maybe some tactic or help me what I'm of doing course. a little bit. But I was just with myself. Yeah. With no one else. Okay, I know what I had to do there. I know when I was in, in shit, I know what I had to do there. And on the court, I just saw the lines, the tennis ball, mm -hmm. and my, my movement. Mm -hmm. That was it. Nothing else. You were like in a super meditation. Yes. In like a, a two-week super meditation. <laughs> you know, and that's what I said after for interview, they, they asked me, like, okay, what was the best thing? I, of course, we won. I am number one and semifinal. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. But for me, the most, um, the biggest trophy was that I overcome mm -hmm. my thoughts. That mm. you overcame your doubts yeah. and your fear. Totally. That this is the biggest success. For you, yeah. yeah. And do you think you can do that on a regular basis? Or? It's, it's tough. Yeah. I, I tried. I, uh, to be honest, it's also very difficult when you have so highs mm -hmm. and to go suddenly oh, again for there. practice from yes. there. Okay, now it's again and I have to practice. I have to go to a tournament. It's really difficult. for mm. It was difficult for me. And I try every day to, to find this, this uh, moments of calmness, but it's different. Mm. Do you see yourself in 10 years with a family or do you see yourself... <laughs> Do you see yourself in Czech Republic? Do you see yourself in New York, in well, Paris? For sure, I see myself as a family. Yeah. I would like to have a kid very soon. Mm -hmm. And I, for right now, I feel like uh, being in Czech. In with, Czech? With a family and... But I don't want to miss out on traveling. Mm -hmm. I want to travel, but differently than now. Mm -hmm. This is for me not really traveling. Yeah. But to see the world in, in a perspective like, okay, I want to see Rome 
not the courts, yeah. but I want to see Rome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I want to do that. Yeah. But also with the kid, why not? Mm. Want to st be stuck in home for 10, 10 years with a kid? No, I think you will also get bored. You want I don't to know. have a child? I don't know. No, not yet. I don't know. No, okay. We'll see. I mean, I'm. Uh, you're 85, right? 86. Oh yeah, 86. Yeah, I'm 87. So I'm close to you. Yeah. yeah we'll see. I don't know yet. Do you, um, I want to ask you one more thing, and it doesn't have to be really personal. I just want to ask you fine. from a, a state of mind. When you were with Jakob, how uh -huh. was it for you to differentiate the relationship and the coaching? Do you think that was healthy? Do you think it taught you something? Or was it just a mess? You were, I mean, well, you were both young also. We were, we got married. I was 20, he was 26. Yeah. But, um, Jakub is a great person yeah. and at the beginning we were he was still playing mm -hmm. and uh, he was not really at that time doing well so we decided he will coach me and mm. he will train me and this and that of course first one two years were great but but suddenly the tennis is so involved mm. in your life and in your relationship that we we both forget that we have a marriage mm. also that We also sometimes have to go for a date, not yeah. to think about what we and did wrong today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was more and more these things. And for, from my point of view, I would never do that. Mm. I would never date a coach mm -hmm. because it doesn't help you for your love life. It doesn't yeah. help for anything because I am emotional and yeah. he is also in right. a different way. And we couldn't combine it together. Yeah. But He, he taught me also, now looking back, mm -hmm. that tennis is not everything. Oh, yeah. That's where you learn yeah. to, yeah. that you have yeah. to differentiate. But sometimes you realize it pretty late. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you were super young. Yes. You were 20. Very young. Because, I mean, that's now, I thought when I was 20, I thought I'm so wise and I know everything <laughs> about life. Now, when yes. I, that I'm 32, I think back, I was like, you were a kid, like, calm down, slow your yeah, roll. What yeah. do you think you know? Yeah. But you don't know that back then. No. You think you're so yes, smart yeah. and you're the smartest person in the yeah. world. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to, I think I asked you everything that I asked, wanted to ask you. Or maybe, yeah, uh, this is something Dave wanted to know. Um, he wanted to know how it was growing up. That's the last thing I'm going to ask you. I don't want to take too much of your It's time. It's okay. Um, how is it to grow up in the Czech Republic as a tennis player? Because there are so many good tennis players, mm -hmm. so many talented girls. It's crazy. How was it for you? Because in many other countries, you would have been number one probably or two yeah. for 20 years. And here you are in the Czech Republic. You're one of the best players in the world. And you're four in the, in the country, <laughs> <Yes>. five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably it pushes you also to get better. But how do you, why do you think, first of all, that is? And What is in the Czech water? <laughs> well, so many, many people ask me this question, yeah. and the answer is, I really don't know. But I think in the women side, I think we push ourselves. Yeah, it's motivate us that if Petra do well, I'm mm. like, okay, I want to do well as well. So mm. maybe we we push ourselves to play better and better, and especially in Fed Cup, like mm. we sometimes, you know, girls can be not really get long together Difficult. but we can do that mm. for one week yes. in a year we can or three weeks it was we we could do that and that was the power of i think our team but when when we grow up or when i grow up i was playing with eva birnerova oh, yeah. and Herdinova yeah. and pilsen and we have so many tennis courts around the 
country. And I think we also have really good coaches. Yeah, you do have good coaches. Um, and they teach us good technique. They teach yeah. us uh, the way how we should practice. And also that helps us for the, for the later years. Do you, were you happy to have this one moment in Wimbledon for yourself? I... Oof. I mean, you know, it's nice when the other, I know how it is, it's nice when the other girls do well, but for once, there was your Wimbledon. Be uh, well, you know? this was the, I was the most happy person, I think, because I tried this for 33 years. Yes. And when I was two years old, I was there with my grandpa in the museum, and I was telling him, okay, one day, daddy, I'm going to play here. Yeah. And then that happens, and you try every year, huh? This time didn't work against Julia. Hmm. Mm. It's never going to work. Yeah. And now, suddenly, this happens. It was something like, wow. So special. So special. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, it makes it more special. But did you, do you have, I mean, this is not for this I'm asking okay. you. Did you, did Was the match against Julia in your head in this year? Not at all. Not at all? I didn't think about it once. That's really good. Do you think about it now that I asked you or did you think after maybe? Never. About this? I no. just think about it right now. When I asked. Yeah. Because to me it was amazing. I, I follow tennis a lot. Like I love to watch matches. Me too. I love it. And many times I see things like this where a match is like cursed for one of the players. Mm. Where she's the better yeah. player. And it just doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. The other one gets lucky, you get a bad call, yeah. whatever it is, it's like cursed. And most of the time, the girls come back to oh, that really? place. Yeah, and do like Naomi Osaka, when she won the US Open mm -hmm. a year before, she had 5-1 against Madison Keys in mm -hmm. the third round mm -hmm. on Arthur Ashe. And an easy volley like this, and somebody in the crowd yells like, ah, and she like, and misses the volley and loses the match, right? And she was crying and she was devastated and impressed. And everyone's like, oh my God, she's never going to recover from this. I mean, she was 17, she was young, but still, you know, it was a tough one to lose. Then she comes back next year and wins the whole over. tournament, right? I mean, nobody That's expected great. maybe that. But what I want to say, when you put yourself yeah. back in positions, something seems Something click or something yeah. like, maybe you don't expect anything anymore. Yeah. Because you, you are devastated. You were like bumped after that match. So yeah. you're like, okay, I'm here again, but whatever. Yeah, kind or of. even like as if a higher power is looking yeah, at you of, and is yeah. like, okay, last yeah. year I fucked you over, but this year I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for this. It was fun. And that's it for this episode of the Racket Magazine podcast. Thanks for listening. Our host is Renee Stubbs. Our co-host and producer is me, Caitlin Thompson. Music by internationally renowned DJ Stretch Armstrong. Thanks to Tim Ruggieri and the team at ACAST. Find us at racketmag.com slash podcast and subscribe to us at any of your favorite podcatchers.